Hi, I'm Blake. And I'm Elise. And this is Growing Pains. In this episode, we're talking about the stresses. The stresses of society. Bagging Beyonce? And cheating? Please. And the stresses of everyday life. Sorry, my nostrum was suffocating me. I, it was like, it like clipped onto my nostril and it really stressed me out. I was listening, I promise. (laughs) I swear I was listening. I could see the fear in your face. I was like, I was like starting to panic. I was like, why won't it move? In reality, this episode is all over the place, but we hope you enjoy regardless. So without further ado, here's episode six. It's not just that song. I know, but that was the first one that came in my head. Okay, I understand. Because it was either that I'm thick in phase where I want to sit. Eh. I was not not about to say sing all that for the podcast. No, I understand. Even though I know her entire verse from that song, it's really good. Bust an open band over my back in it. He addicted like I got a little crack in it. Suck it like a crab leg. I'm cracking it. Take it out, catch your breath, get back in it. Like, it's crazy. Listen to what she's saying. <laughs> no, literally. I'm going to listen to Megan because y'all are like, oh, yeah, hot girl. <coughs> but listen to what the hot girl's saying for real. No, for real. Because if you're not down for the team like that, you're not down for the team. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, Growing pains. Growing pains for real. <laughs> it's a tradition now. It has to be. I can't not. I, I'm because not in a podcast mood unless we say growing pains because it's growing pains and the pains keep growing. Truly. And they never stop growing. They never stop. Mm-mm. Truly. Anyways. But today's episode, guys, um, is about stress. Stress. Because if you... we have very stressful lives. <laughs> Literally. If you can't tell, <laughs> we're both a tiny bit low energy today. <laughs> Just a little. We're a little bit not feeling it at the gig. Not that we don't want to record the podcast. It's just like, I'm like, mm, I'm taking that. No, literally. The, the way I could sleep until tomorrow right no, now is literally. insane. But we and both, the fact I that have... I have to do homework, go to work, come no. home, do more homework, Girl. and then go to sleep is crazy. I understand. I literally, I was like... <laughs> We've been meaning to record episode six for what three, four days now. Let's not and talk about it. And then we today. I was like, "No, it's okay. If I just skip class, we can." We do this and like we're so busy for no reason. No, because literally, I was and like, "We can so... do it tomorrow," but I do have homework, and I mm-hmm. also do have episode four to edit. And yeah. I was like, "When am I gonna have time to?" sit down and record this other than right now and i'm the same way like all week (sighs) i hate it here girl but so oh so i was gonna tell you about my last 24 hours no please i love 24 hours so (laughs) i do this thing now (laughs) it's so bad (laughs) where (laughs) me and elise will be on the phone and i'll be like i'll have to let me save it for the podcast (laughs) because i know because well if it doesn't pertain to the topic i'll just tell her but if it pertains to the topic i'm like well i'm gonna get it out and then you 
real reaction will not be recorded and then i lost content and then and what are we gonna talk about content. content and then what do we talk about nothing right <laughs> so let's actually let's roll it back to saturday night because this is when i had the epiphany of what was about to happen saturday night saturday night saturday night is when we went out to dinner we did have when we I also have a story that we have to tell from that Oh my god, please About don't the guy. That was stressful <laughs> enough. Because I literally was sitting here acting like... I told mom that story when I got home. And she was like, what? And I was like, mom, I've never felt more... Like, like Twilight not Zone. invisible, but forgettable ever <laughs> no, in my life. It was like, are we in a simulation? What is happening right now? Is no, this real life? because I was like, the glitch in the simulation is crazy. <laughs> no, literally. The fact that this dude... Actually, do you want to tell that story first? And then I'll tell my story. I mean, we can. Yeah. We okay. Can do that. Okay. Do you want to tell it to me? I can tell it. Okay, bet. So, Saturday, I was home in our hometown. And I was like, oh, we should go to dinner. Right? Mm-hmm. We decided to go to Cheddar's. If you haven't been to Cheddar's, um, fix yourself. Fix your life. Go to Cheddar's. Go, go to, to Cheddar's. Cheddar's. However, so we walk in. I go, hey, just a table for two. And... Me and Blake walk up. He goes, oh, it's just going to be like five, ten minutes. What's the name? Elise. E-L-I-S-E. Okay, beautiful. We'll let you know when your table's ready. Bet. So we take a little walk because five, ten minutes. Why not? The weather yeah, was nice. some time. Walk around, talk. Why not? I walk back in. And this lady goes, oh, it's just the two. And I was like, oh, no, we already checked in. She goes, oh, it's Elise? I said, yeah. She says, we're getting your table ready now. Beautiful. Gorgeous. We're still standing there waiting for our table. There's no one behind us or anything. So we're just right. standing there. The dude that originally took my name down goes... The first dude. Just you two? And I and I look at Blake and I go... Huh? Huh? Because <laughs> he, was, he was on some... He was on some... It's going to be about five to ten minutes. No, we already did this. We, like, we were already... <laughs> you took my name. We were already here. And so he was like, oh, okay, that's fine. You, look, your table will be ready soon. So we, he watches us sit down, right? So we sit down, not even, when I say not even five feet from where we had just been standing, it was five like, it was feet. like two steps, one, two, plop. And we were Literally. waiting. And we were waiting, sitting there waiting for our table. He goes up to his little podium with his, the menus in his hands, looks around and goes, table for Elise? Elise? And I was like, what is going on? Because you took our name. I told you my name. Once we came back inside, you watched us sit down. And then you're looking around like we you didn't watch us sit down. You didn't take our name until it was five to ten minutes and all the shit. Part that gets me is when we walked in and he acted like he didn't know who we were. And he goes, he goes, five, ten minutes, and we go, oh, we already put our name down. He goes, I remember you. And then we go sit down, and he goes, Elise? Table for Elise? Girl. I've never in my life. just. Like, we're a very specific duo walking into this restaurant. Right. No, literally. Coming to sit, dine, have a nice meal, you know? Right. It's not like we're just every other group of people that walk in. There's some sort of recognition that should happen right. in your brain cells. It's pretty like. But there was. 
<laughs> oh yeah, the like six foot tall gay guy and the short black girl with dread. Like, like I feel like that's pretty. Come on, bro. You're like, oh, that's interesting. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, there's like, right. like some kind of some kind of gears should be some turning. Sort of gears should be shifting in your brain cells that <laughs> show the process of some sort of recollection. Oops, but there something. was nothing there. <laughs> and looking at this man in the face, there was not a thought behind those eyes, bro. <laughs> nothing. There was nothing empty, going no think. on. No think. Um, no think. We literally, we just kind of like looked at each other and we're like, huh? And then we just moved on. <laughs> and it was a nice yeah, dinner. Like, it was a really having... good time. It was just, we sat down great. and we're like, did that really just happen? <laughs> it was just so funny. Because how are you going to... Two One. times. Forget us twice, twice in ten minutes. Not even ten I'm minutes. Like, you forgot us twice was... in the span of like three. <laughs> and I was like, bro. And he didn't even he wasn't even busy. It wasn't like he was like stressed or anything. He like It was literally <laughs> us and like three other people sitting in this lobby waiting for a table, mind y'all. That he was took, it. He took our name, we went for a walk. We came back and he goes, I remember, like, he goes, he acts like he doesn't know us. He goes, I remember you. He walks in a circle like he's a sim. And then he goes, table for Elise. Like, he looking wasn't around, even doing looking anything. Looking everywhere except where we were sitting. <laughs> which is what old And we're like, we're like, here. And he mind. goes, oh. <laughs> it's the, oh, I didn't even see over there. See yes, it. you did. You, you watched us sit down. I literally watched you watch us sit down. I and how were you? I was just sorry. I was sent. That shit was so funny. No, because how are you gonna? Am I really that forgettable? Like, no. Do I just? Or maybe he was just like not doing well or something. I don't know. And that's fine. But it's the fact that there was no. It wasn't busy, especially on a Saturday night. It was not busy. It wasn't busy at all. We literally got sat that a five to ten minute wait. Come on now, bro. We got sat and like. Literally the 10 minutes we came back. Not even Literally. 10 minutes. I don't think we walked around the place twice and then walked back inside. Yeah. And I was just like, am Bro. I, am I, am I tweaking? I was like, am I <laughs> stupid? Like, have, have, have I, have they changed the routine since last I went to a restaurant? Am I just like, like what's happening? Twas crazy. It was so funny. So but I was telling mom about that and she was like, was he okay? I said, you know what? I don't know. He seemed fine. He like seemed normally, fine. That's normally when like... people when people aren't fine, normally I can pick up on that and be like, oh, you're going through something, or you're on something, or like, like whatever. But he seemed so fine. Like he, he was like, chilling. Some kind Especially of short-term memory loss name, or something. He was like, oh, it'll be ready. Da, 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 da. Beautiful, yeah. gorgeous. But how? But the thing that really <laughs> just that sent me over the edge was the looking around. <laughs> like he didn't watch us sit down because he I literally watched him. He could not find. Others. I watched him watch us sit down in the spot that we sat down in, and <laughs> we, like we weren't even we didn't even leave his line of sight when we were sitting no, down. Like that's what really we blew my mind directly in front of him. Directly, like, and uh, God, that was just I. I really had to stop oh and God. think about like that interaction because I was like, "How does that? How does that happen? How? 
But I'm really what? happy I did because I I got a, a cackle out of that one. What? When I tell you, we so what funny. we sat at that table and talked about that for like the next ten minutes, probably. No, literally. Oh, <laughs> that was good. so good. Too good. But anyways, bestie, you can go on with your story now. That we've got so, that out of the way. We finished dinner. We we got ice cream or whatever, and then I came home. So hi to mom and dad. Um, and. So I was like, oh, I just remembered I have 14 journal entries due Sunday night. And so I was like, I got home at like, what, 10 p.m.? Not even? Yeah, I think it was like 10. It was like barely 10. It was not late at all. We were like, we're both adults. We don't have time for that. (laughs) And so. Sleep? Yeah, literally. And as you saw on my location, I didn't get home till like 1130. Yeah. That night. It was crazy. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, me alone. I'm just kidding. But so I was like, oh, I should like get this done. So I like showered and like got got into my little bed and I was like, oh la la la, you know what? I have a lot of editing to do on episode three. So I like did my little editing on episode three. She was almost done. She wasn't completely, but she was almost done. I almost finished it. And I was like, oh yeah, my homework. And so I do my, I, I open my homework, immediately fall asleep. <laughs> slept, slept immediately. And so I wake up and I'm like, oh, so nothing's done. So, I dreamed all that. Great. <laughs> no, literally I'm scared. And so uh, I have a realization so I, I've been supposed to be writing two journal entries for seven weeks straight. I currently have four. And I need to write ten. Um, and they're all 200 words, which isn't bad until you realize that's 2,000 words. <laughs> right? Type and, right. And I was like, I have work in, I woke up at mm, 9 a.m. I was like, I have work in six hours. And... I checked my little schedule and almost thought I died. I almost thought I died because I looked at my schedule and I said, oh, I get off at 930 on on Sunday night. I wonder if I work on Monday. Scroll. I open. Open. So I get off at, no, it's fully a cloping. Not a clothing. So I, I look, oh, I get off at 9.30. When do I go in? 5.30 a.m. Eight hours in between. First of all, that's Exactly. Illegal. No, because literally the exact eight hours in between, that is the only thing. If it's eight hours exactly, technically they're within the law. Which but here's makes the thing. zero sense to me. How are here's you going to make me do that? Like The truck came... Oh, Sunday fuck. night, I clocked out at 9.45 because mm. I had cleaning to do. And mm. then clocked in. First of all, didn't get home until 10 p.m. I stayed up. Well, I did most of my assignments Sunday morning. I stayed up and did another, like... Oh, no, I finished it. I stayed up and did another, like, four entries. I, I submitted my little assignment at, like, 11. And then I was like, I have to finish episode three. Because, for reference y'all we upload these on monday morning at 4 a.m why 4 a.m there's actually a rhyme and a reason let me tell you we (laughs) we both work we both work at a company where when you open you have to be there at 
five. So for those of those of y'all that also work for the same company or just a company where you have to get up early, maybe you want to listen while you're getting ready. Maybe you want to listen while you're on your commute. Personally, I would. So Monday morning, you get up for your little open shift, like I did, and you <laughs> want to listen. And you want to listen to your favorite podcast, Growing Pains with Blake and Elise. So you go, you pop your little headphones in, and you can listen at 4 a.m. No problems asked. Like, it's not 9 a.m. We don't upload at 9. We don't upload at noon. We don't upload at 4 a.m. It was 11 p.m. So I needed to upload in five hours. And I was like, it's not done. It's not done. I All I had to do was, like, listen to it. Because I have implemented a thing now where I listen to the episode before publishing it from beginning to end. where Which I should have been doing, but I wasn't. So... <laughs> I started doing that. So I was like, let me just listen to this whole thing. I can schedule it and go to sleep. Um, so it was mm, 1230, 1230, probably. And um, so I got to sleep at 1am. I needed to be up at four for my 5am, 530, sorry, shift. Um, I thought I was gonna die. I thought I was actually gonna die. Um, I've been running, like going since Saturday night. And I'm still not done because I got done with my opening shift. I went immediately to a ballet class and now we're recording the podcast. And I, after this, I have two classes. <laughs> no, literally the way, same. And not to complain, but did we say this episode is about stress? Yes. We said we that. Did. Yes. Okay. So this episode about stress. So I'm complaining. I'm allowed to complain. I'm going to complain. I'm stressed. Right. I'm stressed. I'm stressed. This out. is like... And this is like, and Elise has a schedule that's similar. Um, but this is our life. Like, this is just like, this is part this of growing pains, babe. The fact that this is our every week, like, this is our life every week. It resets every Monday morning. Literally, it's like I'm literally like I'm living in a simulation, and my little my little code that's is written, and this is what I do every single week without fail. That's why I'm like, because how much do you want to bet that this week is about stress? And then in four episodes, we're going to be like, this week is about burnout. Literally. Sleep deprivation. Sleep deprivation. And it's just us sleeping. Snoring for an hour. <laughs> Literally. That, that would be a good episode. I would love that one. Um, oh, that would be my favorite. That would be my favorite oh. one. Oh, what? so good. What? But so I, you know, do you want to have a little segment on burnout? Like, just talk about it. Yeah, we can definitely talk about it. Because, I mean, it's so real. It's so real. Being, being college kids, I never, I never really realized how tired I would be simply doing the things that I have to do. No yeah. extracurriculars, no extra any, no extra shit, no nothing. I'm tired simply doing the things that I have to do to survive, right? And it's like I'm so tired all the time. I could sleep for sixteen million hours straight Literally. and wake up more tired than I was when I went to sleep. And it's like, why? Why is it like that? Because there's no amount of sleep I can get to catch up on all the sleep that I've lost in the past probably like two months. And I'm like, wow, I wonder why I'm tired all the time. That's why. Use your brain, right? But it's because we were talking about how we are both in school, both mm -hmm. 
work mm-hmm. and I don't do anything really. I'm usually home and if I'm home, I'm doing homework. And if I'm not home, I'm at work or I'm at school. Literally. And that's really it. Mm-hmm. And then I wonder why I'm so sad and tired all the time because that's all I do yeah. with my time. But that is all I have time for. I And it's so sad that this is my I life know. now. <laughs> Last semester, I experienced, like, actual burnout. Like, I don't think, like... I knew I had experienced stress and I knew I'd experienced like being at my limit, but I'd never experienced like real burnout until last semester. I was doing four classes, which I know four classes is not a lot, but when you're working between, I was also working between 30 and 40 hours every week at a part-time job, mind you. Right. And then I had, I had classes three days a week. And I had four of them. So it was like, like, I would be like, oh, I have two, I have two days off a week, but I have classes both of those days. And when I come home, I don't get to relax. I have homework. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? It's like, I'm living two lives and they're, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, oh, I could have the life where I'm like working and then I come home and I get to relax. Or I could be the student and I like go to school. And then on the day that I don't have classes, I don't have homework. I get to relax, but they it's like I'm doing both. I'm doing it all. I'm living both lives. And like, yes, like I know we have like so much privilege to be like able to go to college and able to like have jobs that like we get hours and da da da. da. I understand that. But it's just like when you don't have a single moment to yourself and and I'm this is me being so for real with you because I had so much homework that I would literally I sometimes if I was closing at work, I would wake up, do homework until I left. I would go to work. I would come home, do more homework, fall asleep and repeat. And on the days that I had classes, it was that too. Let's talk about the fact that even in the times you're supposed to, you have off, like your off time, like you, best friend, you're aware. When we went to go see SZA, I was writing an essay on the plane there. Mm-hmm. After the concert, yeah, on the plane back, and that entire day, Wednesday, when I got when I had to drive from mm-hmm. my hometown back here, which is two hours, mind you, yeah, came home, unpacked everything, and just went back to doing homework. Like I didn't like literally like nothing happened. There was no. Like nothing happened. Like literally, like nothing happened. Like I didn't just I, fly to a whole other state, come back, go to a con- like go to a concert. Like like none of that happened. And but at eleven fifty nine, the essay was due, and it had yeah. to be turned in. It had to be turned in. And I'm like, God. And then the next day, I had work. <laughs> yeah. No. And I know we both like I had I had a nine hour shift the day after we, the day that after we came back. I had yeah, a nine hour shift. Mine ended next up day. being mine ended up being seven. It was yeah. like five and a half and ended up being seven at the end of it. And I was like, Gosh. like, it's just the level of stress that you put yourself through is first of all, sometimes I think like, is this necessary? Right. Like, is this like, like, I pray to God that this is going to be worth it. And that me in three years or two and a half years or however long it takes for me to get a degree and a job, like, will look back and be like, oh, like, you stress yourself out for four years, but it was worth it. 
Right. You know? Because all this right is for now, nothing. It's it doesn't no feel end. like it. That's why no end. I was so burned out last semester and I was so stressed. I was like, I'm taking a year off. I have to. Because I've been booking it and hitting the hitting the ground running since high school. Like I have been working on this stuff like since high school. I've not taken time to breathe. Because I've been doing summer semesters too. It's not like I'm taking any amount of break to just like breathe. I don't have any. And I don't take vacations. I don't take time off. I don't have the money for it. You know what I mean? So it's like, when do you breathe? You don't. And like, and I was in therapy at the time. I need to get, I need to go back to therapy. But I was in therapy at the time. And my therapist was like, when do you breathe? Like, when do you take time for yourself? And I was like, I don't. And she was like, that's the problem. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that, I is, that. that, that could be the problem. You know what I mean? Right. But I think I didn't even, I thought I was just like, you know what is the worst? In your head, sometimes you're like, I'm not doing enough. That is the scariest thought. Please, that is literally like my, when I first started school, right? This Mm -hmm. is my first year. This is my second semester of college, right? No. First year being in college, being a college kid. And literally from the beginning, I was like, I have never been this exhausted in my life, but I feel like every time I check something off my list, there's something else on it. There's something else I have, something else, literally just something else that replaces it. And like, I was telling my roommate, I make to-do lists, especially because I forget a lot of shit that I have to do. Um, I make to-do lists for usually like I'll make it for the next day or for that day, earlier that day for the rest of the day. And I was telling her that even if I'm looking at a complete to-do list, I feel like I have done and accomplished absolutely nothing because mm-hmm. tomorrow I have to do all of that and more all over again. Right. And it's like, when do I get a second to just breathe and exist without all of this weighing on top of me? And in reality, you don't. <laughs> And it's so unfortunate to think of it that way. But the fact that I can I cannot sit here and tell you the last time I had a genuine day off. I can't. I literally couldn't. Like tomorrow we were talking about it. Tomorrow I don't have I don't have work and I also don't have class. But I have mountains of mm-hmm. homework to get done. I mm-hmm. have to do all of my laundry, clean my sheets, get my car fixed. Like I have so much to, so much to do. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, and then Wednesday I have class, still no school, but repeat. Right. Homework. There's always something to do. And it's like, when do I get to just take a break, sleep? Right. When do I get to breathe? Take a breather. Because and it's a lot. Bessie, watching you watching you do that essay, not only on the flight there, not only directly after the concert, when it was like, what, we got back to the hotel, what, midnight, 1 a.m.? Yeah, probably like 12.30, almost 1 in the morning. And you sat there and I said, well, good night. And like, I was just <laughs> like, and you like stayed up and wrote your essay and then also did it on the plane ride back. I was like, wow. Because I was in, I was in the same boat last semester. I fell off the face of the earth last semester. Nobody heard from me because nobody hears from me. Where are that's, you? 
literally cooped up in my room in a library on campus somewhere, buried under the weight of the fact that I need a degree and then have to get good good enough grades to get into grad school and then go to school again. Literally. Just to feel all this pressure all over again. And there's no... (sighs) (laughs) It's just like they're feeling... It feels like, and I feel like a lot of college kids feel this way, especially, no. especially more now than I feel like, like probably like 10 ish years ago. Right. Because as society is developing and society is growing, you see like the development of more, not useless, but harder to, harder to have a future with degrees. Yeah. You know, it's harder and harder to, Find a career that makes good money, cares mm-hmm. about you being a human being. Right. You know, getting into grad school, getting into grad school with a with every different degree is a completely different process. And I well, feel like yeah. every college kid is just sitting here being like, when does it end? Because then when you're it's... then you're graduated with your master's degree in some firm, some office, some somewhere. Mm-hmm. living your life the same way you were in college stressed out and stressed. wondering when wondering when you're going to be able to breathe and you've been wondering right. and then you're 65 retired and you're like oh oh i wasted I my life <laughs> yeah it's like, i wasted oh, I my youth being stressed it's the oh no i can breathe but i literally wasted my entire my entire prime being stressed out and worried about everything mm-hmm. right and it's that's not like, what I'm wow. trying to do. <laughs> Literally. Well, that's a, love it here. that's a somber note to leave off on part one, but <laughs> we have to take a break. <laughs> it's okay. We'll pick it back up. Don't worry about it. I'm sorry, guys. We were talking about Hamilton. I'm going to be honest. Fully, we fully definitely were singing for a little bit. We were talking about Hamilton. I'm just... <laughs> but everybody was like, oh... Anthony Ramos, da 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 da. He's so fine, da da da. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Are we gonna forget what he did to Jasmine Cephas?" I but know. But then I was like, "Man, I'm still kind of fine though." Oh <laughs> well, yeah, they always are. And I'm like, but you then I started thinking like... about how that whole era was happening, and we just were like, mm-hmm. "Oh mm-hmm. my god!" And then in well, the heights the came out, and then we were like, "Hmm." So we're just going to sit here and ignore him. <laughs> well, but it's... Yeah. <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah. Here's the thing. If he was ugly, he wouldn't have cheated. That's what I'm saying. It's always the pretty ones. That's why it's you gotta go with somebody. Ones. If you're going to lock somebody down, make sure they're kind of ugly. Because... But also, Jay-Z. <laughs> Jay-Z's ugly. Um, I can't look at Jay-Z. Jay-Z is so, so ugly. And he was and just like, standing next to Beyonce and she's literally the queen of like everything. And she's like, way... she's like, come on, Jay. And he just like, he looks like the freaking hunchback of Notre Dame. Like, the hunchback like, is crazy. I'm, so, I'm like, huh? No, because me and my mom were talking about, we were talking about the whole thing. Because she was like, Jay-Z cheated? And I was like, yeah, this was forever ago though. So mm-hmm. the fact that you didn't know this is despicable. And she was like, he's too ugly to be cheating on Beyonce. And I was like, that's the thing. Here, what people aren't understanding is if she would have, if they would have split, 
Beyonce would have still ended up as irrelevant, not not irrelevant, as relevant as she is now. And Jay-Z right. would be irrelevant. Right. He would have big pimping and niggas in Paris. And that's it. Literally. I'd be like, who's Jay-Z other than that? Like, Literally. let's be so for real. And Literally. I was just like, these these ugly motherfuckers <laughs> <laughs> are out here bagging Beyonce and cheating. Please. If I was married to Beyonce, I would fucking lick the floor she walks on, bro. Like, no, literally. Please be so for real. But are we gonna get canceled for calling people ugly? Has it's it Jay Z. Has it gone I'm that not, far? It's Jay Z because it's <laughs> cheated. It's universally known that he's ugly, though. So like, <laughs> okay. I feel so like that's, that's like a not... thing that's like accepted by everybody. For sure, because okay. I'm sorry, I'm and I also showed knows. mom his hair, like his current dread situation. Why do you have two dreads, bro? You have two wicks coming out your head. Why are we doing walk around? (laughs) (laughs) And you're walking around acting like you're hot shit. Shut up and sit down, bro. I know. But Blue looks just like him. But she's Mm. so gorgeous. Blue is absolutely freaking gorgeous. That little girl is gorgeous. Mm -hmm. But when... Because the thing is, especially... I don't know... I've noticed it just because I also am black, so like I have lived through it. Uh-huh. Daughters historically look like the father. Me and my sister look just like my dad. We're well, also like especially Michaela, right? Okay, yeah. I but then, remember. like Kayla, definitely looks like everybody. My whole family looks at her and they're like, "Oh yeah, that's Chris's kid for sure." Yeah, and it's crazy because my brother looks like my mom, yeah. and we were talking about. We were literally talking about that, and I was like, damn. Literally, everybody's going to be like, yeah, that's Jay-Z's kid. Beyonce's kid. Shut up. Be so for real. I don't even, like, Fight think me. about Jay-Z. When I think about Blue Ivy, I'm like, yeah, that's Beyonce's like, kid. I'm not, I'm not thinking about Jay-Z. No, ain't nobody thinking about, think about Jay-Z. I'm if, not if studying Jay-Z. Jay-Z is, not, Jay-Z is not mentioned unless Beyonce is in the same breath. That's exactly. I'm sorry. Because it's never, like, it's, it's always just Beyonce. It is never just Jay-Z. Right. Ever. Let's be for real. Because right. remember the whole thing, like, years ago when it was, like, $50 million or something at dinner with Jay-Z? And people were taking dinner with Jay-Z? That wow. man could... <laughs> let me let me, let me me not. Let me not get into that. But give me the $50 million and tell Jay-Z to go find Becky with the good hair. Because I'm sick and yeah, tired. Yeah, literally. I'm sick. Anywho's. What were we talking about? Stress. Stress. I had that a really good point to make. I know that actually does stress me out. That stresses me out for real. But I had a really good point to make about burnout, and I don't remember what it was. If you can't tell, I have ADHD. And we were talking about Jay Z. <laughs> literally, we started singing Hamilton. We literally, Jay Z. We we pressed unrecord for the break and just had a Hamilton break for some reason. I don't know where that came from. Because I remember, I think I remember saying take a break like, oh, before we ended. That's where it came from. I think that's what I said. That's the only thing yeah. that makes I sense. Because then I said it again, and then we started singing the, thing, the whole thing. Yeah. And I'm well, like... That's so embarrassing. That is embarrassing. I'm, I'm sorry. We're through the kids, guys. If that's, I don't, if that's too I don't, much for y'all, you're going to have to go. I don't claim because... that. I don't claim that. <laughs> I'm rebuking be, that in Jesus' name. Be so for real. 
You want me to pull up the Seussical pictures? Because I, I can't. I will, I'll start speaking I in tongues over that one. I'm sorry. I will, I will pull I will. up the Seussical Junior pictures right I, now. I'll start crying. I will I will pull up the horn here's a who looking ass oh, shit right. That's so embarrassing. Yeah. You know they did so. it again. They did Seussical again. Really? Yeah, I went to go see it. Cause Look and I was I was walking in like <laughs> like I was like big I was famous. Bad Left. No, I was like, I was, I was walking and I was, I had my little, my phone with Boss Bitch by Doja Cat on. I ain't trying to, <laughs> like, I was like, I was like, mm-hmm. where's my, where's my seat? Like, <laughs> right. Cause I, I did it first. I'm sorry. I did it first. You did. Okay, wait. So for reference, I was in, in middle school, I was in a, perform- a production of Susical Jr., if you don't know what that is, don't Google it. You don't need to know. Please. You don't <laughs> if you don't need to know, you don't need to know. And it was the first time that that performing arts school ever did. I was in that performing arts school for 10 years. So I was in a lot of productions. With the them. fact and that it so, was 10 years is... I know. Eight. And so recently, like last year, they did it again. And it was the same director. The same musical director came back. I know. The same musical director came back. They used the same set, the same costumes. Like, I was looking at the costume that I wore when I was, like, 12. And so, I know. Were we Same that choreo- old? I know. There's Same no way we were that young. I think I was, like, 14. Oh 14, 15. I think you were. Like I think we were that young. It was either 8th oh grade God. or ninth grade or something like that. I was a child. but Literal fetus. Because yeah, I was, like, 14 I when I went to go see you and that. Yeah. On everything. That's and, crazy. no, yeah. And so they did it again, and I was, like... Y'all don't know about me. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, no, I used to own never... this place. Literally. But, no, yeah, I went with, like, the like the original cast. Like, we all went. Not all of us. But, like, four of us went together. It was cute. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's um, really cute. But, anyways, let's not talk about theater. <laughs> I'm embarrassed. Me, yeah, because, I mean, I only did theater in high school. So, like, I'm I guess I'm less major, of it. So, <laughs> I, I, if anyone See, needs to shut up and sit down, it's me. I will be the first to volunteer to shut up and sit down. (laughs) Because it is also so funny because I I was a theater kid in high school. Like, don't get me wrong. I was was a part of almost every show. Whether Mm -hmm. I was in it or I was tech, I was a theater kid. Like, keep it a buck. You directed one. Right. Like, I was literally student director um, my senior year. And I, I still think about that. That was a good show. I had so much fun. It was so good! Gosh. Somebody, if... Anybody needs a director for any sort of production? Um, <laughs> my line, direct something? My Hello. Instagram Hi. is yes. linked in the description of this episode. And Always. let me know if you need some directing, some directing. But the fact that... Also, talk about stress. Being a theater kid. Oh, theater, girl. Don't oh, even get me started. I have never in my life felt that kind of emotional and physical stress over my body. Than I did during Hell Week. Like I absolutely agree. Oh my god. But I do think about that sometimes. And like I have my my theater teacher on Facebook, so like I see all her posts and stuff, and I'm like, wow. I really miss this whole I'm sorry, my nose ring was suffocating me. I it was like it like clipped onto my nostril and it really stressed me out. I was listening, I promise. (laughs) <laughs> I swear I was listening. I could see the fear in your face. I was, I was like, like going on? I was like starting to panic. I was like, why won't it move? Speaking of nostril piercings, I think I'm getting my nostril pierced. As you literally should. 
But like, I want to get another tattoo. I know. And I can't do both. That's just too much going on. I don't have the funds for that. I know. But I want I more think... leg tattoos. I want to get my cartilage pierced. <gasps> do it. Yeah, you can but do I need a, a hot second. Be like I know. me. How many have 13 piercings? You Four didn't two. have to call me out like that. The fact that you knew the exact number is a little... And nine tattoos. A little... Mm, a little excessive. <laughs> yes, I have 13 piercings. I'm in love. What can I say? What can I say? The fact that love? I... I forgot about my back tattoo and Kayla was tying my bathing suit when I was back home. And she was like, you have a tattoo back here? I said, I got a tattoo back there. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, be so for real. But I really forget it's back there. Yeah. And, but it's, she's cute whenever I cute. Gl- get a glimpse. But I Literally. forget every time. So stress. Stress for real. Oh my God. <laughs> Um, we were talking, I really had a great point to make and I'm so serious and I wanted to talk about it, but I don't remember what it was. I was talking about burnout. However. Oh. Go ahead. No, you, okay. You remember it. Um, You're going to forget again. (laughs) I know I will. So we're talking about burnout. I was talking about how you wrote that essay Mm -hmm. and I was going to say, I had my burnout my third semester, no, my fourth semester of college because I did, I did fall, spring, summer, fall. And the Mm -hmm. second fall, that one got me. Like that one took me out that about took me out for real so i am just like bessie (laughs) (laughs) um please i so when i i was in therapy at the time because i was like why do i hate my life why am i like panicking all the time and she was like you need to like plan out your rest and i was like well i rest and she was like no she was like she was like, procrastinating does not count as stress, like as rest. Like you have to like, and it really made me think it was like, you have to actually like, it doesn't matter if everything's done. You have to like take, it, it can be 15 minutes, it can be 30 minutes, it can be an hour, it can be a whole day. But you have to take a certain amount of time where you're going to be like, I am resting right now. I'm doing something for me. I'm doing self-care. I'm doing what I want to do because, and it really helped me. And I still do it to this day because if you always say, oh, I'm going to rest whenever I'm done with this. Oh, I'm going to rest when this to-do list is done. I'm going to rest when da-da-da-da. You never do it. Ever. Because you always have, like like we were saying, we always have something to do. And and I'm I'm still like, I struggle. I still, it's not like I'm, I'm any better. Like, I'm still so bad at it. But. It's an adjustment, have, It's such For an real. adjustment. It's such an adjustment. But if you don't intentionally rest. And, and this this goes for our personality type because we have the same personality type. We just go and go and go and go and go until we can't go anymore and we end up burning out and we have to like take a week off, you know? Yep. Um, but we don't, we can't ever take the week off and we just keep going. <laughs> um, but if you're like us and you just go and go and go and go until you can't go anymore, please rest. Please take time out of, out of your day, out of your week to rest and like breathe. Because if you don't do it intentionally, if you don't pencil in, like, schedule in your rest and your time to yourself, it's never going to happen. Exactly. So that's what, that's what that reminded me of when you were like, oh, yeah. I, like, you reminded me, like, oh, yeah, I did the essay on the way after the concert and on the way home. I was like, mm, I'm worried for you. <laughs> I'm actually scared. It's the, are you okay? Yeah. But are what you were you going to say? My, I remember, I talked to my grandma a lot about um you know i update her on how i'm doing how's work how's school how's life you know because she asked and Mm -hmm. she she worries about me because she's my grandma right and 
I told her, um, she she knows without me saying that I don't take time for myself. Yeah. Because my updates are literally just, oh, I have school, I have work, I have this, I have that, I have that, da 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 right. And nowhere in there is there, oh, I stopped to get some food, I stopped to take a nap. Like, I read a little book. No. Right, like none of that. And without me saying anything, she just knows because she is almost 80, right? She didn't retire yeah. until like two years ago. Yeah. Because she is one of those people that just cannot sit down and do nothing. Mm-hmm. She can't just not be doing anything because there's something, there's always something to do. And we sat, she called me and we had a really, I was looking for the text because I thought it was text, but I guess we had the phone call. And she was like, the more time you spend in your youth stressing about your future, the more time in your future you're going to spend wishing you didn't spend your past worrying about now mm-hmm. and that probably i probably didn't say it right and it probably came out sounding really weird but no it makes sense she was talking about how when she finally retired she sat and thought about all the years she sat and stressed and stressed and stressed and stressed when she could have just been living her best life as a retiree and Cause she worked for that. She worked to have her retirement money to be set for the rest of her life, mm-hmm. but she could not, she couldn't do it. And I asked her, I was like, why do you think you couldn't just sit down and let yourself be? And mm-hmm. she was like, because I felt that my per my place in society was just gone because I didn't have a job and I didn't, I wasn't doing something with my life. Even though she spent 65 years of her life doing something for society. You know what I mean? And I was like, wow. I had no idea you felt that way. Because we all were like, because my grandpa's the same way. He he cannot sit still. Right. He's always got to be running errands, doing something, whatever. Picking flowers, whatever. In his little garden, doing the lawn. Something has to be getting done. And... I, we would always just sit and be like, oh, cause they're old. They, you know, but my grandpa has had a job or some sort of something he's had to do since he was six years old Yeah. in Mississippi picking cotton, you know? And so he drove trucks for Publix for 35 years. Then he was in the air force and all that in between there. But for just like my grandma for 60 years, there was no such thing as sit down and do nothing. Right, and so now that they're both retired and sit down and do nothing, they look back and they're like, "Wow, we really should have taken more time to just sit and do nothing." Right, we could have been doing this the whole time, the whole time, <laughs> and really enjoying those moments in their life where they could have been sitting down and doing nothing, but they just couldn't. Right, but you can, and I know because to me that's the most outrageous thing that I can sit down and do absolutely nothing. And, but I can, but I choose not to. It's so hard. It's so difficult. It is such an adjustment. And she was just, it really opened my eyes because I never, my grandma is not that kind of person. If you ever, I don't think you've ever met my grandma, 
Mm-mm. But she is not that. You wouldn't peg her as the type of person to feel regretful of her past. Right. And it's not even regretful of her past per se. It's just the way she wishes she would have taken more time to be young and Mm -hmm. have the opportunities that she doesn't have anymore, you know? Because, you know, people get old. Your grandparents, I'm sure your grandparents are going through the same thing. Even my mom's going through it right now. Like, people, as you grow, people in your life are getting older. And my grandpa just had cataract surgery. My grandma has, like, stents in her heart and stuff. And, like, a bunch of things have tapped on to being older. And they just both look back and they're like, wow, those times where we could have just been running around saying fuck all. Yeah. When we didn't have these issues. And now we have these issues and we are sitting here doing nothing because we can't do anything else. Is... Probably more sad than the feeling of stress and constant go, 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 go when they were younger. And I was like, wow. Right. And I think that's That's like, I think that's also a generational thing. For sure. That like, you kind of just work and work and work and work and work and you work to to make a living and work to provide for your family and da, 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 da. And not that our generation is more selfish, which yes, we are, but. Yeah, for sure. As we should be. Right, like, exactly. Not to, not to, you know, toot our own horn, but it's just like there's definitely my... more understanding for our mental health and the fact yeah. that we need time to breathe and be yeah. away from everything that is always so constant in our lives. Because it's not like working like this. If this is how life is, I'm good. You know what I mean? Like I'm actually good. I don't want that. So it's like chilling, cool. My next, right? My dreams don't involve like working till I drop. Like it involves like traveling and like going to see everything that I can see. Well, as long as I can see it, you know, as long as it's still there and as long as I'm still able. And so it's like, I think my goals are just so much more different, and I just want, I want me now to be proud of the person who I am that I'm putting all this work into that he can be able to like sit there and relax that he can be able to like, right. he knows that he put so much work in and continue to put so much work in, but also be able to take time and be like, I deserve this because right, right now I'm not able to do that. I'm not able to like sit back and be like, I deserve to sit down and read a book or I deserve to sit down and go to the park just because I feel like it just by myself. And I feel like that should just be more acceptable to just like sit there and be like, this is for me. Right. And it's definitely a very, again, it's generational. My, your, our parents, the fact that our parents are like very, our, our, the age range of our parents is very pretty drastic. Yeah. But like the difference in between, but the way we both, had the same example of what the work life is. You get up, you go to work, you come home, provide for your family, repeat, do it all again for the rest of your life. And it's like, okay, so start now. And we both started in high school. We both got jobs. We, I was taking college classes in high school. I was getting my, my courses in, but Saturday, 
I was saying I'd go to school for seven hours, go home, mm-hmm. change, and go to work and close. Go home, take a shower, wake up and do it all again the next day. And then my weekends were homework and work. Yeah. And then I moved here to go to school and it's the same thing. And I haven't like experienced, I don't think I've experienced that burnout yet. Cause I knew what that burnout, I know what that burnout feels like. Yeah. Because senior year of high school, yeah, it happened and it was really bad. Four APs was working probably like almost 20 hours a week, yeah, which was crazy for me being a minor at the time. Cause I just pick up shifts and pick up shifts. I had to be doing something. I had to be making money. I had to be. Right. I had this mentality that I had to be doing something or I was doing nothing with mm-hmm. my life and with my time. And I could, my mom didn't do that. Your parents didn't do that. There was no nothing. And it's like, be so for real. Yeah. Do better. Literally. And moral of the story is you're doing the best you can. Every day yeah. when you get up, wake up, and you see, it seem, might seem like there's no light at the end of the tunnel, right? You wake up, you do the same thing over and over again. You go to work, go to school, whatever. Come home, sleep, repeat. And that might seem like all your life is, right? But even if that is all your life is, you're doing enough because you're doing all that you can. Mm-hmm. And that is so hard. For me to understand and grasp my head. Yeah. That there's literally no way I could be doing 14 things at once. But in my head, I should be able to be able to do 14 things at once. I should be able to go to work, get my assignments done, get a good night's rest, make sure I eat something good for me and nourishing to my body. Make sure I have all my ducks in a row. I, in my head, think I should be able to do that every single day of my life. And that is so unrealistic. But the expectation is so high. So high. Like, I think, I don't know where we get all this, but the expectation on yourself is so high. Like, you can do 40 billion different things in one day, and you can do that every day, and you should be able to do that fine, and you should be fine. But you're not fine, especially when you're trying to set that goal and you never, ever make it, because you're always going to lack something somewhere, because life is going to throw you a freaking wrench every single day. Like, something's always going to go wrong, and you're not going to be able to, you know, cook for yourself, or you're not going to be able to get that assignment done on time, or you're not going to be able to, you know, put your all in at work because you're stressed about everything else going on. And that's why I think it's so important, like I said, it's like, do something for yourself. Like, even, like, us going to SZA, like, even though, like, you were still stressed about your assignments, girl, we literally went, we said, we're taking two days off, we're going to see our favorite person on the planet, we're going to our little concert, and we're doing this for us, because we deserve and it. And for us, and nobody else. And, especially because I feel like we both had very, very demanding childhoods. Oh, yeah. That required us to be more than what we needed to be at such a young age. And... Mm-hmm. That, I know, is my main problem with giving up responsibility because for so long, it felt like my entire, every person in my life was my responsibility. 
Right. And I, I was like, you know, at 10, I'm cooking dinner for my siblings, making sure everything, they get their homework done, they're showered. And from then on, I felt like if I wasn't, if I wasn't responsible for every aspect, I'm doing nothing. I'm not doing enough. Right. And it's like, girl, that's not your fault. You didn't do that. Well, I think it's, it's an exponential thing because when you're, when you're a child, you can only handle like this much responsibility, but when you're given this much, it's already too much. So when you're used to having more responsibility than you can handle and your capability for responsibility grows, you're like, you're over here. We're both adults now, so we can handle as much responsibility as an adult can. But we're like, okay, well, I should be able to handle two adults worth responsibility because this is what I've been dealing with my whole life. Exactly. You know, and it just, it grows as you get older. And at a certain point, you have to like, look at your limits and be like, I can't do this anymore. Like I can't physically... Like, a, phys- a human cannot physically handle this amount of things in one week or one day or one whatever. Exactly. And that's why you got to do things for yourself. You have to take time off. You have to understand your value. Yeah. And part of growing up and part of being an adult is understanding, like, your worth. Your boss does not know your worth. Your school does not know your worth. Your friends, your family, whatever. They don't know your worth. You need to know your worth. Because then you're not going to let people walk all over you. When your manager says, oh, I really need you to come in this day and you have 11 assignments due, you can be like, no, I'm not doing that. Because I don't have to prove myself to you and I don't have to prove my worth to you because I have enough self-worth in myself to know that I can't handle that right now. And that's going to be detrimental to me. And it's an adjustment. If you're anything like us, it is such an adjustment. I'm still adjusting. Me too. It is still something that is so hard for me to wrap my head around. But in order for me to live the life that I know I deserve, I need to understand that there's only so much that I can do. As one single human being, there's only so much I can handle. There's only so much I can deal with at one time. And there's only so much energy I can exude until I have none left. It's so important, no matter how you get that energy back, whether it's sleeping for 12 hours, whether it's painting, whether it's reading a book, whether it's going to play basketball, whether it's going to the gym, whether whatever you do, you know, it's so important to put that energy back into yourself because nobody else is doing it and you are the only person taking it away and no one else is going to sit there and feed you what you need to be the best version of yourself other than yourself. The only person recharging your battery is yourself. Plug it in, bit. Think about it. If you forget to plug in your phone at at night, nobody's going to do it for you. And even if they do, they're not going to do it every night. Exactly. So So, it's you, yourself. And you. And you. Because I was like, you, yourself, and I? That's the wrong. (laughs) That's not it. It's you, yourself, and you. I don't I don't want this episode to come off as like, oh my god, we have it so hard. No, but because we don't. Because we really don't. It could be, it could be so much worse. But right. it's an understanding of everybody has come from somewhere. Right. Everybody has yeah. their own past. Everybody has their own mental state. Everybody has their own way of dealing with the things life brings. But, and it gets stressful. 
people get stressed out and mm-hmm. that's okay but obviously I'm, we're not sitting here and be like oh woe is me like so oh, isn't you feel bad for me it's not that at all it's a reminder it's- that everybody is human yeah and everybody feels emotions and everybody even the person that took your order at starbucks duncan chick-fil-a whatever is going through the same thing yeah could be going through the exact same thing you're going through everybody and it's just a reminder that you deserve the best version of yourself Mm -hmm. and the only person that is going to make that happen is you right because at the end of the day we're here for for you to relate to like that's kind that's a little bit of our goal is like we're growing up you're probably growing up or maybe you already grew up or you're about to grow you know like it's whatever stage you're in we're here for you to say we're here saying this is what i'm going through here's here's the amount of stuff and here's what i'm doing to make myself feel better and to help my help me get through the day and here's what you can do and maybe that doesn't maybe what we do doesn't work for you but something will you know what i mean and you're not alone but this is your reminder to do whatever that something is. Yes. Because at the end of the day, you're doing the best you can. Amen. And if anybody tells you otherwise, they're wrong. Because who are they to tell you what your best is? Yeah. Amen and amen. Amen and amen. Thank well, you for coming a- to the service. <laughs> Thank you for coming to the service. Um, anyways. Um, Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to us complain about life. Um, and yes, hopefully it's gonna be great. Of it. I hope you did. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to episode six of the Growing Pains podcast. This episode got a little deep, but I figured y'all are used to that by now. Remember, new episodes every Monday morning. And if you're not tuning in, what are you really doing? (laughs) Thank you so much for all the love and support, and we'll see you all next week. Bye.